1: How's going, everybody? Can you believe it? New York City, we're back, baby! Uh, I- I'm so thrilled. I thought that this was such a great episode of Survivor. We've got a great all-time record attendance here for the live show. Let everybody know you're here, okay? I really i love that episode i thought it was really really fun i love the 90 minutes we had so many fun moments and we have a lot of great people here to talk with us tonight about everything so let's get it underway okay i am very excited let's bring up the first person we're going to talk to tonight of course you got to know her in season 44 of survivor Freddie Marin is here yes Brandy,
2: come sit down. Brandy, how are you? I'm wonderful. Um, I'm like kind of still overcome with what I just. I laughed. I cried. I screamed. So I'm like coming down off of that. But I'm I'm great.
1: I I hear you. I hear you. I thought this was such a cool episode. And for Brandon, what can you say about Brandon? What uh, that a. uh a great story for him.
2: Incredible, incredible. Brandon is the fan in all of us. You watch him and you watch him smiling and you just know that like, that's that feeling of being like, what the hell am I doing on this show that I love? Like every moment that Brandon is there, we all look inside ourselves and say, that's me, a fan on the show. So I'm so proud of him. I think he did such a wonderful job.
1: Yeah, and I totally can empathize with, with him because, I, like, really, like, I felt like going out to Survivor, and it was, you know, quite, quite some time ago when I first went on Survivor. Uh, but I felt like that, I was like, Could, if I just go there, and no matter what happens, like, I got on Survivor. Like, this
2: is it. Oh, yeah, I was like, just put me on the boat, give me five minutes, and then I can leave. Like, I'm good. It's, you, all you want to do is be there, truly. And like, anything on top of that, you're so lucky to have. So yeah, I think you did wonderful.
1: Now, you, let's just talk about, like, w- was this even a decision for the Lulu tribe?
2: i think this is a really really interesting decision for the lulu tribe and i actually i would like love to think about this from the perspective of all the different people because i think that it's kind of a different decision for caleb and for sean and for sabaya i think for caleb i think this is a wonderful decision right especially after what we just saw it seems like he kind of has emily in his corner now so i feel like he made a really good move by keeping her around and he's doing a lot to cultivate that relationship, but I don't know if that's such a good move for Sean and Sabaya, I don't know. It seemed
1: like Sabaya needed to be talked into it. Yeah. That, you know, Sean and Caleb, they felt like, okay, well, obviously this is a no-brainer, and Sabaya was a little, what is it?
2: I don't know, I don't know, it's hard because, so Emily's in this really interesting position where she comes on so strong. By the way, love Emily, like, come on!
3: She's the person?
2: She goes out there and she says the thing that everybody's thinking. The thing that you never think somebody's gonna say, she just, she said it. And that's wonderful, like that makes for great TV. But she's in this weird position where, you know, she kind of has her tail between her legs and that can actually make for a wonderful alliance member. If you have somebody who comes out really strong, kind of gets knocked on the head a little bit and then now has to come back and beg for forgiveness, that might be a really great alliance member going forward, so.
1: Yeah, she made such an interesting pivot in this episode based off of the first episode where it, she really seemed like, okay, like, look, what, Caleb and Sabaya, we're not going to break them up, guys. Everybody come. Let's go. And then in this episode, you know, she uh, seemingly, you know, she got saved by the Hannah thing last week. And then she really, like, went back and said, okay, I'm just going to go with a completely new game plan. And it worked.
2: Yeah, it worked. And just something I want to say, so that moment we see with uh, Emily and Caleb, right, where we're Caleb's kind of saying like, I'm gonna coach Emily a little bit. I'm gonna like help her be better and be a better Alliance member going forward excellent strategic play by Caleb, right? He's doing really well socially, but I don't want to undermine how good of a social move that is for Emily as well. She's also showing up in that conversation and she's not fighting Caleb. She's saying, you're right. I need to learn from you. I will be better. The excellent social moves for both of them right there. So I'm curious to see how they move forward. Okay,
1: so we don't have Steven here tonight. So I was going to ask you to give out the Franny for tonight. (laughs) And so, that did you feel like that it it was this? Was if you had to give an MVP for this episode, is it is it to Emily for turning it around or for Caleb for bringing her
2: in? I feel like oh, somebody's got an opinion in the crowd. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like with this episode. I feel like it's Caleb. I love, it's tight, but I feel like it's Caleb here, because think about it. Yeah, yeah, Caleb! Think about it. He could have come off of that previous tribal where he did kind of get put on the spot by Emily. He could have come off of that and been so pissed at her and been like, I don't want to talk to you. She was gunning for him. Yes, but instead he put his pride to the side and said, no, I can do something with this girl. We can make something happen. And I think that that's really good gameplay on his part. It's the forgiveness. It's huge because so many people in Survivor you, something goes wrong and you're like, I don't want to work with that person anymore. Are you kidding me? And then that can hurt you. You have to be open to everyone always.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's also like a double edged sword, right? Because you can like too forgiving of a person. It's like she did say she did say his name. True. Like oh. this could be a story where
2: Caleb brings her in, and then eventually Emily writes his name down again at some yeah. point. Emily has a smile on her face and a dagger behind her back. Is that one? Does she have that now? I don't know. I'm curious to see what she does with it moving forward. <laughs>
1: You know, I'd love to just uh, go back to Brandon a little bit and just his whole arc on the show, because I think that this was uh, a a night where, okay, he got to have his shot at the puzzles and we saw tonight, look, uh, new puzzles. New
2: puzzles. New puzzles. Thank you, Carson. How about new puzzles? Thank you, Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New puzzles are excellent on Survivor. We love to see
1: it. Yeah, and for Brandon, like it was like a very
2: human moment of like I thought I was good at the puzzles. Oh my God! And I'll tell you, these puzzles. I thought I was good at the puzzles. The like two puzzles I did, I stood there and I stared at it. My brain has never been emptier, never in my entire life. So I don't blame Brandon one bit. Sometimes you look at those and you're like. Oh, I've got to do this now. I gotta put pieces in there. So I, I empathize with him completely on that because those are hard and under the pressure, it's it's terrifying.
1: I'm loving your energy so oh, much yeah. right now on this. You're so good. You're so
4: I'm good. So happy oh. to be here.
1: Isn't this is great. Uh, and look, when like Franny is a big deal, okay? She knows people, okay? Do you know? Do you know she knows Kane?
2: Did you know he's Canadian? Okay. okay, she knows famous people, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does not name drop? I don't name drop. I'll name drop Kane, yeah. Yes. That was so funny from Bruce. I love the, like, Bruce is about to name drop. I'm like, who's he named? Does he know Beyonce? Like, what? And then <laughs> Kane Fritzler. Everyone's like, oh, you know Kane? No way. Oh, my God.
4: Yeah,
1: that was so He's good. a really cool guy.
2: Kane is wonderful, but it's, uh, that's just not, it's not who I was expecting, but I love it.
1: Is there a tug of war between Survivor 44 and Survivor 45 over custody of Bruce?
2: Oh. Oh, that's a very interesting question. We knew him first. That's a very interesting question. Um, I think there is. It's a little like, you know, it's like you're watching your child go off to school, like, make new friends. I don't have a child. I don't know why. I don't know what that's like at all. From what I've heard, it's like watching your child. You know, it's weird because... You were all so excited for Bruce, right? It hurt us so much to watch what happened to him in 44. That was, I mean, it was traumatic for Bruce, he bonked his head, it was traumatic for me, I was unscathed, like that was terrifying. And so we're just like so proud of him to watch him go out there and actually get to play this game. It's so amazing. But then sometimes he does things that you're like, Bruce, you gotta stop doing that. (laughs) Oh, uh,
3: yeah.
1: Franny, I want to bring in somebody that you know well from uh, Survivor44 to help get the perspective on everything. Let's talk to Heidi. The robot, yes. Yes. Heidi, how are you? Grab one of these microphones. It is on. Hello. I got it, okay, now I have uh, two people who were there with Claire. Yes! And, and tonight we found out Claire is a, once again a game changer. They changed the sit-out rule.
5: Love that! Right so Claire changed it and clearly Carson did too, right? The puzzles and the, the, the bus- sit-out,
2: I love that. I yeah. was taking notes during 44, he's like, we can't let this happen again, Yes. please,
1: anything. <laughs> Yeah, What do you think about the sit-out rule? I love it. Yeah. I,
5: I really do. It just because, it, I, I don't know. Like, I, we love Claire, right? But I think it put her game in jeopardy for doing that. So it's like, let's just have a, you know, fair Everyone has to do it, no matter what. And she could have been great, but we just didn't see it, right? And that's
2: the thing, and that, I don't wanna put words in her mouth, but like Claire wanted to compete. We're all out there, we wanna do the cool thing. You wanna grab the mallet and like smash the thing. Who doesn't wanna do that? So I think that if this rule had been in place, she would have yep. gotten a chance to do it. Yes. Something. It could have changed her game.
1: So, I have mixed opinions on it, because I feel like that, let's say that you had some, and I don't, I don't want to like single Claire out, but let's say there's somebody who was like a, a, a actual zero in the challenges, and we didn't really even get to see like, how Claire is in the challenges. Uh, if somebody was an actual zero, now they have to compete every time, and so, or, or they're gonna. you can't hide them, and so their game is going to be in more jeopardy because they're actually very bad True. at the challenges.
5: But I love that. I, you yeah. know, like, I, I love I that. Says, I want to see, see people I do, I do, I really do. I mean, the challenges was one of my favorite things of the whole show, it still is. So to me, it's like, even if you don't like it, do it. Like, the last gasp for us, and I'm sorry for bringing 44, because we're here for about 45. How dare you? But the last gasp is one of those where you're like, if I want to do it and then we did it and it's like I would do it again and I would drown because I didn't know it was just me and, Ka- and Jam Jam right so yeah I think like you gotta put yourself in those uncomfortable situations in the challenges
1: you know I thought that this tribal council Jeff had said like you know it's not often where we have a situation where it's like heads up two people it's it's either you or you and it reminded me of the tribal council that you were spectators uh, you less so Heidi of the uh, when Jam Jam and ultimately went don't bring family. me back there when, don't when, do when, it. When, when Matt when Matt went out I, um,
2: Oh, that was a tough and, one.
1: And it was interesting that you you really, you don't often get that where two people are like making their case of why I should be the person to stay.
2: It's kind of uncomfortable to watch. It's like, it, it's, it's really anxiety inducing because you're watching these people in in tribal council, reckon with the fact that their dream may be about to end. They didn't, I did it
5: they did it nicely in a way that like they were not backstabbing each other, kind of thing. Right? Like Emily didn't like really backstab against Brandon, he's horrible, send him send him home, right? Or he didn't really do it to her that bad. So I feel like they did it kind of nicely to each other. So shout out to them and Emily. I mean, you talked already about Emily, and I'm dying to talk about Emily because I think she's fantastic. Yeah. The turnaround between episode one and episode two it's like oh my gosh she's getting it yes yes can can
1: you speak a little bit to the decision about that ultimately they had to make of like okay we have loyalty in Brandon he's not going anywhere but he's not helping us in the challenges versus Emily who really had a great episode as well in the challenge uh, was really really strong but ultimately like uh, we don't know uh, where she stands she's good now but will she flip on us later
2: this feels like Josh Claire are you having (laughs) flashbacks this is like it feels like a similar situation that we had in our first yes but this is survivor so
5: if you make it one tribal council you you have like new life right so Anything could happen, so I do think she did a great job and that's why she survived I'm so sad to see Brandon go because we love him, right? It's it's so sad It's like I wish I could have like three more weeks at least of him So I'm sorry that happened, but it's the game It's kind of hard and they were they're both so lovely. So it was awesome to see them in the game for sure
1: is playing in the new era like any d- different part of that where you make that decision uh, differently because of like, okay, it's small tribes and we ultimately are going to potentially just get wiped out. like That's
2: what I'm thinking. You you are not expecting a swap. So you're looking around and you're like, I'm stuck with these people. It changes your arithmetic a little bit. And not only that, we saw how Sabaya found
5: that hidden thing inside. Oh, that you, they the fire Oh my God. That was pretty brilliant from production. Like, let me say it, right?
1: Yeah. It's um, like they have no
5: fire, let's give them this, and then uh, they're gonna have to struggle uh, with it.
1: Okay, but that, I think that's a great question of uh, okay, now I that I would think that production does not do that. That's not that's not how they they don't give an idol in wax to a tribe that they know has no flint and can't make a fire. I don't think that's how it works. Well, but I, but it but worked, I hope it is, but I it hope ha- it is.
5: <laughs> but it worked beautifully, right? Even it if did. they didn't intend it that way, it's like, of course they were the ones getting that one.
1: Right. It was like uh like, so it was like a a Twilight Zone moment of like that the one uh, the one thing we don't have is a fire to get this idol now I must in say all the time
5: in the world I must say Rob I, I I love that at least I saw someone trying making fire with the glasses because last week last week I was like they didn't show it like at least try right so I, they gave us a quick snippet of them trying to make fire without the flint we
1: got so many questions from the listeners uh, so everybody everybody that's here uh, they sent in questions we got so many questions of, could Sabaya have gone to tribal council and melted the idol oh my at the tribal council yes. with the torch in the, in the fire?
5: That crossed my mind. Did it cross your mind? It's like, you know, just hide a little bit, walk around, and then all of a sudden do
2: it. But I'm pretty sure that may be against the rules.
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> could you
5: imagine?
2: She just sits down, pulls it out of her bag, and throws it in the fire. She's yeah. like, I'm coming back for that yeah. later. She's like Don't toasting
1: ta- marshmallows out there. <laughs>
2: Or just putting it in her torch,
5: right? Like, you just, every every person has a torch. It's like, oh, all of a sudden there, I'll get it at, at the end, because I know I'm not going home. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be epic. Let's say it. That would yeah. be amazing. That, w-
1: that would be really fun. You know, I, I like the whole way that the idol was hidden. Like, I thought that that was all, like, re- really, really fun. That was awesome. I, I just feel like that, you know, sometimes, like, I don't want to say that podcasters can be negative, but, like, uh, I want to say that I really love how they've been using the 90 minutes so far, and we got to see so many fun moments and so I was just really, really happy. And
5: can, uh, maybe, can we talk a quick second, everyone telling everything, right? We saw Drew telling people. Yes. We saw Austin telling people. I was like, don't tell anybody. That was so but interesting. I get why they're doing it. It was just interesting to see, like, everyone spill the beans, like, in this episode. So it was interesting to see it.
2: I kind of loved it. I thought it made sense for both Brandon and Drew because Drew has said that he, you know, knows that he's going to be perceived as a sneaky fella. So he wants to have this, like, loyalty-forward appearance and I feel like coming in and laying it all out there and saying exactly what happened that's a great way to put your like loyalty foot forward and then for Brandon if he feels like it's gonna bite him I think and I don't know the outcome I think it will come
5: back to him but that's Heidi speculating I have no idea wait that's what we want we want Heidi speculating (laughs) we'll see what happens I don't know
1: Okay. Well, let's see what happens when we bring some more people.
5: Yes, do it.
1: Okay, I want to bring up uh, some of my friends from Survivor Forty Three. Let's let's talk about Carla and Jesse. How are you? What's up? Alright, Carla, Jesse. Okay. All right. My
5: bad, my bad, my bad. She she stole my seat.
1: <laughs> it's musical chairs. Okay. Uh, so alright. How are you both doing?
6: I have a little bit of heartburn. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hello? 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 I have a little bit of heartburn, but it might also be heartbreak. Oh,
5: he was so ready for that one. Oh yeah, I had
1: that.
6: Yeah. That was, yeah. I think I
1: say I have heartburn, and I'm gonna play my shot in the dark tonight. (laughs) Uh, So I wanted to talk to both of you. Uh, You both had the chance in your season to go on the journey, and you went to go to, as we call it, the Shipwheel Island. And tonight they changed things up, and I thought this was interesting, where we've seen like an evolution in the new era of the Shipwheel Island. Now again, small sample size. It's only been four seasons of the new era, Um, but. It started off, it was, okay, are you going to risk your vote? Are you going to turn the wheel? Then last season, it was like, okay, randomly stick your hand in the bag. And then, you know, that happens. Uh, and then We don't love okay, that. But now tonight, we have a little bit of, okay, you're going to do a challenge. And I, I thought that this was interesting, and I thought this was a step in the right direction. Uh, what, what do you both think as people who have uh, gone on this trek?
7: Well, um... <sighs> Once again, I think I was in a very good position. Um, And it's an incentive, right? A challenge, I could beat it, could I not? I'm gonna do it so I can see why production. I love it, I love it. Would I have still risked it? no, because I was sitting comfortable, you know? It was interesting,
1: and we got all three different outcomes. We got one, we got Bruce, who didn't do it, Uh, we got Drew, who did it and got it,
6: and Brandon, who did it and didn't get it. Look, as a noted challenge beast, I (laughs) am not a fan of any more challenges, okay? That's what I'll say. (laughs) Yeah,
1: would you have, I I know you played when you you went, Uh, would you have done this puzzle? I would have tried and failed. Okay. I thought it was tough also like I got the sense that I feel like that I mean three minutes. I mean this was not a gimme This isn't like one of those get back in the big brother house in three minute challenges <laughs> Yeah, this was I, I think they want I think I think they wanted to see, to see somebody fail. Sorry
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah but I thought that, I thought this was good, and you know what? I thought it was better than the, the risk your vote, turn the wheel, it was too confusing. Then, uh, you know, pick your hand out of the bag. I think it was just random, and that's not fun. But this was, I thought, a good use of the
7: time. Yeah, I actually liked um, when I went on my journey with Dwight uh, and Gabler because I was able to listen to their reasoning, or I mean, it could could have been a lie, right, it could have been the truth, but at least I was able to go back and be like, this is what I can get, this is the information I can get from folks, instead of never knowing what the truth is, you know, because you're in your own private booth or whatever, you know, station.
1: Jesse, is it bothering you this one tribe can't make the fire?
7: It hurts me. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) You got me. Low blow, low blow, Rob. (laughs)
6: Hey, I I, I will say, we all love Emily. Yes. Right? 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 I just want to say, as a representative for season 43, we take full credit for the entertainment you get from Emily. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, because Emily, uh, that uh, the legend is that e- Emily applied for Survivor after, after season forty-three. After somebody won your after, season. After. After. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm You're very th- excited th- that we got to yeah. take you got her to get up off the couch and then and, and, uh, and, and apply.
7: <laughs> so yeah, you guys uh, you get credit. I think I sh- we should be invited to the reunion if they have <laughs> <Yes. one. laughs> Should. She saw, saw me this fire
6: and she was like, "I'm gonna
1: apply." Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um Franny, what did you think about the new way that they're doing the journey this season?
2: I think it's interesting because, um, so it's similar to last season. It's so interesting to me that um, the the what they read on the little piece of paper, you know, and the three of them show up, it feels kind of menacing to me. It's like, you better get to know each other or else, you know, because this might come in handy later. But it's so funny to me that they have this um, moment where they're supposed to get to know each other, but then the little challenge thing has nothing to do with each other. So so I, I kind of liked the iteration the earliest iteration where there was actually um, a point to like speaking to the other people that you're on the journey with. And you trust them. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, because that makes it a social thing. But what I did like about this, as opposed to the frickin' grab bag where you're just like, oh okay, get whatever I get, I like that you are in some way like relying on yourself. You have to make a decision based on if you think you can do this, and that's like an interesting choice. It's so much more interesting than just reaching your hand into a bag. Um, but I also I'm curious what people think about the uh, different approaches that uh, Bruce and Drew and Brandon had to talking about their tribes, because it seemed like Bruce was very closed off, didn't really say a lot. Brandon was like, I'm just gonna tell you everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I might as well. Um, I don't know, it's good. I, I think it's risky
5: because Bruce did that, but then you still have to go back and tell people your story, whatever you decide you're gonna tell people. So you're still in a little bit in a pickle, like, oh, I didn't risk it, but people
2: are gonna question it, right? Well, And also, so, and in terms of people talking to each other, like those three, I don't know if you remember, when Matt came back from his journey on our season, he told us immediately, he was like, Sarah Wade and Lauren are playing the game hard. He was like, they didn't tell us anything. He So so I felt wary of those two because he told us that they were very closed off. So I'm worried that that
7: same sort of thing could happen to Bruce.
1: Yeah, Carla, did you have that experience with when you went uh, in the first episode?
7: Uh, I mean, it's hard, right? I feel like I love the truth, but I also love a good lie. <laughs> and if you can lie to people and they believe that shit, like you feel the power um so I will be I'm a big advocate for lying on the show <laughs> um because you could, you get you you can play with it but there's aspects of the truth that you want to tell um I never mm, it depends on the vibe right like I thought of Dwight as such a powerful person out there but I wasn't going to be like he's the next threat because I was I want to keep my avenues open but a good lie is a good lie I don't know, I, I didn't lie
6: Truthfully, are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> I
7: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She didn't answer. See, that's the hard part though, right? Yeah. When li- so- because he lied to my ass too, so... I wanted to
1: get your perspective on, uh, we saw a little bit of what was going on at the Bellow tribe, that's the blue tribe, and it seemed like that there's a couple different things going on. There's uh, there's an all women's thing, and then uh, there's a couple, of, uh, you know, uh, there's uh, Bruce and Jake, they have a thing, and then Bruce we saw Bruce and Kelly, but it seems and like- And the buff, little- and the buff. Yes, yes. Right,
5: Brando?
2: Oh, yes. Brando with the snatched waist <laughs> yes. and the buff, it was
5: so good!
1: Yeah. Um, We got where it seemed like though, that it's Kelly and Brando in the middle between two sides. Uh, Jesse, do you have a sense of like, which side is the better way for them to go?
6: Who's on each side, I forgot <laughs> Okay, so We have
1: a whiteboard, can we K- get yeah. like a <laughs> Kendra, it was Kendra and Katara uh, And then on the other side was Bruce and Jake And so really it seems like That Brando and Kelly are in the middle And they could side to go either way Well Bruce had his head last time And, and once upon a time I feel like you were in a similar <laughs> spot In the middle uh, In your tribe
6: Wait, What? <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I don't know which way is best to go. I think that at least as somebody who was really good at playing in the middle, um, I feel like you kind of got to feel it out. You got to just... They, there's no need to, to rush it, right? Like, they're not going to tribal. They are in a sh- very strong tribe at this point, it looks like. Just feel it out, and when... The last-minute scramble is always important.
2: And to that as well, I feel like it's so easy on Survivor, especially in the beginning where you're trying to figure out your place in your tribe, who you like, who you don't. It's so easy to get in an alliance in a group and then assign the people not in that group as the enemy and and be like this is my alliance this is who i'm with and those are the people that i'm not with and i love that kelly and brando are specifically fighting that desire right they feel solid in their group like with the women but they're they're like we are going to put in the effort to make relationships with jake and with bruce because you need to be flexible you need to have options so i love that they're positioning themselves so well and not just falling into this you know it's like the girls, and, and this is what's gonna work, and, and Bruce and Jake are on the outside. Yeah.
6: No need to pick sides right now, but also- I
2: agree
5: with team that. Team Kelly. <laughs> wow!
6: Wow! a oh. shirt? Yeah.
5: Oh.
6: Nice. Okay. I had a smile I, on my face in this T-shirt behind my back. <laughs>
5: yes. <laughs>
6: wow, does everybody from Survivor 45 have merch?
7: Say that again?
1: Does everybody from Survivor 45 have merch?
7: they like not.
2: They I I I Go shopping because their merch hey, uh, is
1: wonderful. Yeah, where was all the Survivor Forty Three merch? There was a Survivor Forty <laughs> <laughs> Three. What tell merch, Jeff? What merch would you have had, Jesse? <laughs>
7: <laughs> a pillow and yeah. a blanket. Carson B. Carla, me. what about you? Honestly. Yeah. Like I. I oh I, yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah. A vibrator?
1: Yes. (laughs) What would it be called?
7: (laughs) I don't know what it would be called, but that would have been amazing. The joy.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. This is related, and I need to talk about it. Um, Does anybody's... I'm sorry. Is it Kendra? Yes! I've never had such a visceral reaction to anything I've seen on a TV show than when Kendra fell off that balance. Oh, my God. Oh, my my God. Oh, my God, that yes. was horrible. Horrible. Yes. yes. I... Are
4: they
5: going to show us more next time? Like, she's going to be like, just look, you know? Like, it's really bad. <laughs> I wanted Jeff to be like, can Wait, we get we medical turn. Wait, to look, turn. look at Kendra's crotch? Like, is she okay? Yeah, yeah. Bring us back, Rob. Come on. We took a turn there for a sec.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, <laughs> all right, uh, I, I gotta bring some more people up, and I'm out of chairs. Okay, can so, sit here. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, let me bring up uh, two guys who that we got to party with last night. Of course, they go on tour around all of North America. Please welcome in the great Bryson Wendell. <laughs> yes. Baby, baby boy. Yeah. I love you. All right.
8: Yeah, come on, come on in. Okay. All right. Are we? I'm sitting that's to Jesse. Yeah. Okay. Don't sit next to me. I don't want to at all. Uh, I mean.
7: Okay. Before, actually, I'll walk off. Yeah. But before I go, I just have to give a quick shout out to Sabaya. I really wanted to talk about this. There was this all right, sit like. Sit down. Ah. Have a I'm, seat. Sabaya, sit my ass down. Okay. Yeah. I have to say this though when you feel power right yeah and i saw sabaya's like demeanor change because when you're like doubting yourself or not when you when you have control that i saw that smile and i just want to notice it i want to shout it out and i want to support yes because you know you know how
1: you know sabaya is feeling it when does she
9: have the toothpick she oh, had the toothpick. Shit. Yeah, shout out to the toothpick. Yes. The toothpick. But it's scary to have power too early in the game also. A taste of power early is sometimes, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Baby boy.
1: Hello. What? <laughs> What's poppin'? Yeah. What, what do you think about these uh,
8: supersized Survivor episodes? <sighs> I love them. Honestly, truly, I love them. But I feel like we've been talking about a lot, right? Up here, but I feel like we need to talk about the challenge. The challenge. The challenge, real quick, and not the USA. I'm talking yeah. about survival challenge, okay? Because I thought I loved D already, but when she got on that, uh, she got on that balance beam, I said, what's in them pants?
9: <laughs> <laughs> and her strong toe held on to the love- love- okay. love- okay. yeah, okay. toe.
8: Yeah. Show me your toe. Okay.
9: okay. So we got <laughs> not this, for ooh, free.
1: That, and again, this is the kind of stuff we're not getting this in a 60-minute episode. Everything about Dee's toe. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we found out that Dee has uh, an inc- an incredibly long, uh, strong. it's a strong toe. Long and strong.
8: Uh, 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 oh, Robert. She picked up oh. that wheel. Oh. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> I mean, I know this is the biggest crowd ever. <laughs> It goes As far. That she has a toe
1: <laughs> that is very, very long. It's like a thumb, and it uh, could can, can uh, pinch you.
9: Thumb. Yeah. They say a toe was a toe. I don't know. What you're <laughs> it, it seemed like her toe was like an inch further than the other toes, right? Something yeah. like that. Am I right? She has like a superpower. Yeah. yeah. Is
2: this like an evolutionary advantage? She's, she's progressed to the next level, well, and said, we're all back here.
1: Wait until you see me in these balance challenges. They gave her a balance beam, and she
8: aced it. Mm-hmm. I'm the balance beam, D. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what?
9: I'm just saying. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Bryce Isaiah, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Bryce, she
1: came out here and was ready to show off the superpower. She said, Hey, take my sock off. Look at this.
8: Listen, don't put it on the door. Take it off. But no, but also, hey, yeah. <laughs> during the challenge, we also just have to give credit because I feel like Austin in the air. I said, Oh my God. Yeah. It, it was given Zaddy 2025. Yeah. I don't know. Do you all agree? Oh, That's okay. I'm not but, sure.
1: I'm so. Can okay. yeah, I just say that going, going back to the uh, dee's Toe, okay? <laughs> oh, yes. uh, I just feel dee's like toe. I'm wondering. Like, are, are, is Survivor like pulling out all the stops here? Of like, uh, are we? Is this going to, like on on the foot dark web? Like, is this going to be, Is it's is bringing a lot of the audience, new audience.
2: Survivor said, we lost a lot of money lighting up the Empire State Building. Yeah. We need to make it back.
8: <laughs>
7: Listen, look, no, it's some people way. are selling pillows. You can sell nice. feet pics at this point. Yeah. There's a market.
8: <laughs> I took a screenshot. Okay.
4: okay.
2: I love the toe because that's one of those moments. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Where are yeah. we supposed to move? I just have to say, that's one of those moments where, like, they're laying in the shelter, they're talking about her toe. You never think that's going to be on the show. Right. You yeah. never. You never. And for Dee to get to watch that and be like, oh, okay, we're rolling with it. It's so Yeah.
9: Cool. I'm willing to bet that she's probably going to be good at other challenges because of this long toe. So. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. well
2: really, it. she shouldn't have told people, because now they know yeah. she, she shouldn't has have an told unfair Yeah. If, if we get that one where they have to, like, ah, ah! <laughs> Yeah. Forget it. It's over.
1: When she has to go get the flag at
8: the end. Oh, sorry, Rob. Forget it. It's over. Sorry. A lot happened. A lot happened. Yeah. You sorry. Yeah. Uh, when, w- What did you
9: make about, in this episode, uh, Caleb trying to bring Emily back into the fold? I think that was a great political move. Oh. I, I was uh, very impressed with Caleb. I think he's playing a good game. Um, and, yeah, great political move. You don't want to alienate anyone out there. And, uh, yeah, and it worked. I mean, they're working together, and we'll see, we'll see how far it goes. So I didn't hear it. Caleb was working with who? <laughs> Emily. Uh, who? One of my favorite players, Emily. No, 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 no. You know it. Emily!
8: Okay. Sorry. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right, so
1: Bryce, that we talked about this when we did It's a Look, but that when Emily went through casting, they told her, oh my God, you are, your test scores are the same exact personality type as Chaos Cass. (laughs) And then? We've seen it. We've seen it play out. And guess and guess who else was uh, on the wrong side? Like things didn't go the way the first vote, and then got
8: their way in the second episode. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> so do you see? Do you see it? I, oh, absolutely. I see it from the get go. And again, chaos. Cass has played how many times? And she's how far has she made it? Something I can't talk to because I don't know how you. Ding. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you see any differences between Emily and Cass? Um, I see a lot. I feel like, you know, Emily's a little younger. But when I see Emily, I feel like it just takes me to work, right? Like I wish when I'm responding to my emails at work, I wish I had a little e- uh, Emily, cause I feel like, you know, when my supervisor is like, hey, did you get this? I feel like Emily be like, per our last email, what I said was, I'ma get it to you when I get it to you. Thank you, Emily. Like, you know, like that's for what I see from Emily. I th- she's truly a star.
2: She, she's on top of her stuff. I right. love when she's having that emotional moment and she goes, oh, the tide's coming out. Like she's, she's, she's like, she's like, we gotta make a note of this right now.
8: Referring back to the last email that we
1: had. <laughs>
9: Do you think that that
1: tribe can turn things around, Wendell?
9: Well, Does anyone in the audience think that that tribe can turn things around?
7: Yes, yes.
1: I, you know, I don't know, because I feel like that the four people that are there... Like are not, are not bad. Where it's like, okay, well, if Brandon was was holding them back in the challenges, now it's their four against a, a another four.
9: Like I don't think that's crazy to think that they can win now. I I'm looking at the other tribes yeah. and I think that they're they're pretty strong. And yeah. so, as much as I want to root for the yellow tribe, just, yellow mean, strong. Yeah, okay, yellow strong. strong. Look,
7: look right, at what happened cool. with Vessi. Vessi was pretty down for so long, and then. Baca and Coco just, like, faltered. You can
2: get complacent when you're yes. winning. You know, yes. you're expecting it. And then the next thing you know, these people who feel like they're the underdogs and have this, like, fighter spirit could come back. I think they can.
9: So last season with the Tika three, where they were the minority coming into the past the merge, Right, right. Yeah. right. Oh, about I'm, me. I'm saying something like that could happen for sure. I just don't know how confident I am in this tribe winning yeah. too much. Well, I also feel like the yellow tribe has shown. Right,
8: and I don't feel like we've heard enough about him. And I feel like if you watch his preseason interview, like I watched his preseason interview, okay. I feel like Sean's gonna be cutthroat, and he's watching. And like I feel like he's playing the middle so much that I feel like I can't wait until he. Yeah. We've seen it a little bit. I mean, just started, a little bit. It starting to happen. Just a little bit. We ain't see all his yeah. toes. We just saw the pink. Yeah. And, you know, Franny, and
1: they didn't see your season where that the Tika three uh, did go on to do what they did. And so, like, you could see somebody, uh, a few people could come out of this group and could also get slept on at the merge.
2: Absolutely. They're not attuned to it. And players are so influenced by what they watch right before they go on. And so I think that it's like makes a huge difference that they have not seen that.
1: Can we Talk a little bit about uh, so there was a really uh, interesting moment at the show. By the way, I thought the tribal council was was great. I I try to give uh, praise when I when if they do something good, and I felt like that this was a really good tribal council, and it wasn't like so. Like, tell us, like, uh, if you were in the box of crayons, what what color are you right now? Uh, They got into and Jeff like told like some like some backstory, but do you feel like that this was like an essential part of like the Jeff Probst origin story? The Jeff Probst wanted to be on the basketball team. And then they said, no, you you, you don't make the cut, but like you can, you know, live vicariously through the success of like all these great athletes. Uh.
2: Jeff has waited 45 seasons to tell that. Anyway, <laughs> he, he, you saw it in his eyes. He was like, it's coming. It's time. He was so psyched to tell that story.
8: What? While we were watching the episode, Wendell was like, well, at least he got to do the water.
9: Wendell had to uh, get the towels. You were the towel boy, right? First of all, I'm a hooper. First of all, I'm a <laughs> hooper. towels. I, I was wondering if that's a true story from Jeff, though. I'm like, was he really a water do boy? Do you think he made that up? Why? I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he's really so. a water
8: oh, boy. I, I can see it. Was, I think he made it up. Bobby Boucher <laughs> That was some good quality H2O.
1: (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) The H2O. Bruce is like, I get those
8: references. (laughs) Can we talk about Bruce real quick? Oh, my God. Yes. You thought Beyonce was on the Renaissance tour, okay? Bruce! Is on the Fiji World Tour. When he got on that boat and said, hit him with
9: the,
8: uh, I said, ah.
9: Can you show us that again, Bryce? He said, hit him with the, uh,
8: I said, "Oh," <laughs> And I just knew when Bruce, first of all, shout out to Brucey, wherever he is. Wherever he is. Uh, uncle Dad, okay? Because he like, I'm the cool uncle. But he got to that decision. He said, well, the logical thing is, if I have a family, I can't take the risk because I got to get back at home, so I'm not going to play it at all. <laughs> I said, okay, Bruce ain't going to play the risk. But he said, Hey, Uncle Bruce. <laughs> I just said that, but
9: <laughs> but just shout out to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce, wherever you are, my man. <laughs> yes. Doing great. Okay, all right, uh,
1: I, got, I got to get to uh, another guest here. So, all right, uh, I'm gonna need to give uh, a big hand to please welcome from Survivor 42, Mike Turner is here. Mike, how are you?
10: What is yeah, up? Oh Mike wow. Was that a good episode or what? Yes. Woo. Yes, hey. Mike, so nice to have you here. How are you doing? Life is good, man. It's on the other side of Survivor, life is really good. I'm having a lot of fun with this. Yeah. yeah. I gotta My- tell you, I'm on the back nine, and the back nine's doing good. <laughs> nice. Mike, so uh, the Beware Advantage is
1: back, and so uh, what do you think about uh, these new Beware Advantages that are very complicated?
10: I gotta tell you, I like it a lot. It's better than saying dumb phrases that you have no idea how you can fit them in. (laughs) At least you get to work with these new Beware Advantage by trying to figure something out on your own. Um, And you know with the Beware Advantage, we get a lot of slack, I get a lot of slack, saying, why'd you tell people, why'd you tell people? Well, you know, you have a tribe of six, and you lose your vote and you have an alliance and if the first time they find out you lost your vote out of the tribal because you didn't tell them. Wait, hold on, oh, my, Tiffany Celius is here, oh, Tiffany. <laughs> ah! We are at a reunion show
3: and none of these fools are stuffing their face with pizza like we had to, so. No, wait, what? Why... We're gonna eat. No, 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 oh, no, there's no, no, pizza. no, no, You can sit down no, because... No pizza on, a, Death on the, the podcast. is a water boy, but I'm season 41, and now I'm a pizza girl, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, is not the reunion pizza? show, Tiffany. Do you all hear me? Because my voice is very low, so I just want to make Ooh. sure you hear me. <laughs> just so you know, I'm going to walk across the stage for a minute. <laughs> I really want to sing, but I suck. Just so you know, I was told about, like, I don't know four hours ago that I was going to be delivering pizza instead of sitting on the panel. It was like, hey, we have a really good idea for you. <laughs> I was like, oh God, what? They're like, you're going to deliver pizza. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a really good job because, well, because you know, the reunion show, they gave pizza. So just so you know, I thought maybe I'd be sitting on the panel, but clearly I'm not, which is fine. <laughs>
9: You can have this chair, Tiffany. Because,
3: no, no, it's good. I like to stand here with this 150-pound pizza on my left arm. <laughs> there you
4: go. But
3: oh. the point was... Oh, you no, oh. to
4: tra- oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, be careful with my here. big toe. Uh, oh. Tiffany, come sit Oh, to the- oh. Whoa. Whoa.
7: <laughs> yeah. No, you told <laughs> that.
3: <laughs> oh, that was... So come that, come that. Come Are there any children down. in the audience before I get extremely inappropriate? No children? This, okay, is cool. this a merge feast? Can just we This is... No, no, no. This a merge we, feast. <laughs>
4: Does you, this
3: not work? Because this is annoying me. I can't... All as I know anymore. is yeah. the last yeah. reunion pizza I had was not... Hello, hello. Oh, my I, God. I'm loving good. this. Yeah. I don't know what he just said, but this is fantastic. This mic is so much better. I can hear myself fantastically. I'm just telling you. So, I'm not even finished with my story, by the way. So, wait, hold on. I need to... I mean, look at that muscle. Okay, so here's the thing. Since I was told so late that I was going to be delivering pizza, because I teach adult ed at night. Where's the... I mean, you should clap for that. (laughs) So I teach English language learners, right, to speak English. Oh. You're going to freaking eat... You're an animal, you know that? You really are a... a fucking like this is frowned upon. Okay, so what I was gonna say was if I knew I was gonna be standing in front of I don't know how many people, I probably would have wore the underwear that doesn't show the lines because this <laughs> one does. So thanks, what? Rob. Oh, right. Yeah, I just wanted to let them know that I know that you can see my underwear because everybody looks at shit like that and they act like they don't. But yes. I know there's some of you out there like, oh my god, she has underwear lines. And also, no, the she's truth. A was lot anybody thinner. looking?
1: Come on, right? Okay, Give it up if you
3: were looking, they yeah, they totally were. They totally were. Okay, Here, Sit so, down, sit down. Oh, you want me to sit? Yes. Right, sure. Why am I sitting? This is your spot. Yeah, I, I'm giving up my spot? Okay, I'm not yeah, done it, talking. Yeah. One more thing. <laughs> um, where's Kendra? Kendra? I think she's at her house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that yes. like, balance beam. <laughs> you, you fucking took my spotlight, man. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad, but that my, my vagina died out there. So I'm pretty sure that we can sit shiva for our, both of ours tonight. I don't know. Just saying. I don't like to you're welcome for that inappropriateness. You know when I come up here, you're in big trouble. I'm in trouble. Yeah. In trouble.
10: Okay.
3: I'm done now. Those are yeah. my, my wonderful You words want some pizza? Them. No, I'm not going to eat in front of a million people like I already did. <laughs> By the way, everybody,
10: Tiffany is like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time.
3: Mike's no better, but... Whatever, he plays <laughs> like he's, like, much better than me, but yeah. whatever. He final
1: three, whatever. <laughs> um, Mike, I want to ask you about the wear
10: advantage. <laughs> oh, my- you might as ask like Tiffany. She's going to answer my question uh-huh. anyway. Well, yeah. d- what was your question? I have no- What's my question? So I wanted to
1: ask you about, okay, so this wasn't uh, the beware advantage, this was the advantage that Drew got when he came back and told everybody, hey, I have the uh, safety without power advantage. Uh, Did you like that he told everybody what
10: he got? No, I actually think you should keep everything a secret until you have to tell people. Remember, your secret is best kept to yourself. If you tell one person out there, you think, they're going to keep it a secret but before long everybody knows about it and quite frankly it's a disadvantage believe me
3: tiffany that was so fucking deep i don't even know go <laughs> go i don't know where to go with that are you saying that when you tell somebody a secret that's a bad idea because it gets to somebody else <laughs> because i you said a lot of words there and i'm pretty sure all you said was don't say a secret because it gets around like wildfire <laughs> it's kind of like telephone just I, that was, Mike and I have three brain cells That we rub together every once in a while And sometimes we come up with really good shit And we're like, we should podcast on this This is hysterical And then we're like, uh, did you eat this morning yet, Mike? Because I'm, I'm, I'm hungry and I think we're Tiff, not- tell them the
10: poo story What? Tell them the poo story The what story? Poo, Winnie the Pooh
3: Winnie Oh, Winnie the poo? yeah, you were talking about IQs and stuff And Mike's like, oh my god My IQ was like, like Tigger's And I was like, wow, mine was like Eeyores, Eeyore is Then you have, like, Franny and all these brilliant people, and I'm like, I went to SUNY Cortland. Not that that's bad, but, like, I'm on a tribe, and they're like, oh, yeah, I go to Harvard. I go. I'm like, SUNY Cortland's I'm a teacher. Thank you very much. Shout out to SUNY. Sa- yep. shout, out to s- shout out to SUNY. Yep. But anyway, yes, that, that, that has no bearing on anything. Mike's just being Mike. It means nothing. Yep. So, safety without power.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, okay, I, act, I actually power. liked what, what Drew did because I feel like if you're gonna tell anybody that you have something, like tell them that you have like, the worst advantage ever, which is safety without <laughs> power. Because, I mean, really, it's like, uh, so somebody going to steal that with knowledge is power? Well, I mean, no. Yeah, Franny, what do you Could think? You?
2: Sorry, I'm deep in this pizza. I know, I'm watching That's you. That's why I mean, it's I- frowned
1: upon
11: um yeah
2: safety without power is an interesting one i think that of all the like types of advantages that's actually a really interesting one to give to somebody else especially if other people don't know that you have given them this advantage because like i feel like safety without power kind of makes people angry at you because you just get to say like peace out and so if you have that advantage you don't feel like you need to use it you give it to somebody else now not only are you maybe protecting somebody who you want Hmm. to stay but all the heat's going back on them you know that person is getting yelled at for not voting and you get to be like whoa they had that
1: advantage i had no idea i thought that was a really interesting idea from Drew that, hey, if one of us needs it, you know, like we, could, any, we could share this. Any, any of you can have it because uh, when we saw in uh, Winners at War where Jeremy used it and there, everybody was mad at him and they like, wanted to vote him out, right? Like, yeah. why, Jeremy, why'd you leave? We were trying to vote
9: you out. Yeah, is, is, this, one on, is this on now? We okay. can hear See, you.
3: I don't feel like it is and just for the record, you asked me a question. I wasn't even here for the first 45 minutes of the show so I didn't know what the hell you were talking oh, about. But yeah. anyway, hold, please.
9: You need this. Thank you. That's awful.
3: Sorry. Here, give me that.
9: I think um, in Winners at War, <clears> that <throat> season. Just, Just checking. on.
3: This one's yeah. very good.
9: Yeah, I think. Watch Stop it. cutting Wendell's mic on the booth. Sorry. What's up with that? Is this, is this? You want they this one? Like Wendell, you want this one? Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> testing, Who was testing. the first merge boo on Winners at War, <laughs> though? Because I, I don't really.
9: I can't hear not remember. i Ooh, I'll,
8: I'll, I'll be,
9: I'll be trying. I made the merge oh. two <laughs> times, Right side. <laughs> But after tonight,
8: I think we've seen that sometimes the real legends are the pre-boots, okay? Shout out to Brandon,
9: all right. Bryce, here's your merge feast. Thank you though. I'ma take it though. <laughs> um as far as Jeremy, yeah, I think from I was I guess I was on the edge at that time. Mm-hmm. But um You were. It looked it kinda. That wasn't me. That was you. Yeah, my my mic was really hot there. I think it looked kinda weak with Jeremy leaving. yeah, um, yeah that's my guy, but you know. As, as an outside, he has oh, right. a big toe too, right? Yeah, his Whoa. toes are something crazy, yo. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> There's no innuendo there, Bryce. <laughs> a big. To- I-, I mean. Okay, well, in the challenge where we had to hold the, pole, yeah. where we had to hold the pole. Oh, okay, tell us more. In that challenge, his toes were like really holding on. <laughs> oh, wrapping around. Yes, D would be great at it. D's toe would go all the way around. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay, she could grip it. But real quick, Robert, can we talk about the unsung hero of this
8: episode? Who? Or I really feel like that I need for my dating apps, right? I feel like J. Maya, the way she was reading that algorithm. Yes. Girl, can you read my love life algorithm? Find me a man. She was like, two, three, he right here. He in the third <laughs> row back there. Hello, okay, J. Maya, call me. At- <laughs> we need to figure that out. But I was like, how you reading that? I was looking at it like. Did she decipher it? I think she did. She said his name was Tony.
1: Okay. Lockos? All right. You
3: need this one. Yeah.
1: All right. So I, 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 we may need to clear the deck here. I got a uh, one. I got a, one more grouping that we got to
3: bring up. I think okay? I'll clear myself.
1: All right. We're gonna bring
3: up. I'm gonna clear.
1: We're gonna bring up a group. Okay. Let's let's start. Let's hear from the new generation of uh, Survivor players. Okay. Ooh. Let's hear from. We've got Dwight, Janine, and Maddie. Ooh.
3: I'm gonna give that. You want me to give this up? Because you know how I love to. It's, to. it's up to you. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm gonna give them this. Okay. So you can sit. All right. Thank you for the delivery. Did you okay. like the delivery? Yes. <laughs> but I All didn't right. get pizza. I'm eating pizza. No. Are you crazy? I'm, I'm happy to stand. Ha, no. I'm leaving. I'm having pizza. I don't know about the rest yes. of you. Yes.
1: Okay. No. Pizza. What the fuck? All right. I took my pizza. Why, Janine. How are you? Wait, Doing well. I have a question.
0: Why are we the new generation if? Uh, 40 f- We're
1: all new. We're all new. All <laughs> okay, th- uh, all part yeah. of
0: the... No. All 43, 44s. New.
1: New. New. new <laughs> not as new. Kind of old. It's fine. Daddy? Okay, well, I, so I wanted, I wanted to talk with you all about... So we saw Bruce, uh, that he's Uncle Bruce, but Katara is feeling a little bit like she's getting tired of Dad Bruce. I wanted to see from you all... <laughs> How do you feel like Dad Bruce is, go- is doing?
11: May I speak? Yes. <laughs> How many days are we into the game? Five. 12 on Ponderosa with Bruce, 12. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs>
11: <Woo>! <laughs> Did you
12: see the robot? I've seen it all, I've seen Beyond the Robot. There's more to come. <laughs> I mean, it seems like like Katura said, everyone else is eating it up right now. So katura seems to be reading like, okay, Bruce is gathering everyone else, like the charisma is off the charts and everyone else is eating up. So it's like, while Katura is seeing this, the others aren't. So unless she, if she warns them like, hey, Bruce is, you know, has the charming you guys, you guys are all falling in love with it. It might put a target on Katura's back if they're all falling for this act in reality. So it's interesting if she chooses to, you know, press against Bruce at some point, be like, you know, maybe we should get him out, or if she kind of lays back and, like, lets him get the attention, lets him, you know, uh, charm everybody on the tribe. Janine, how do you think he's doing?
0: I think he's doing great. I don't think I've ever laughed so much in a five-second clip than when he was dancing on the boat. (laughs) Um, That being said, my favorite scene, and I have a question, actually. I'm curious as to what your thoughts are on this. My favorite scene from this episode was when they're having to decide who is going to go on this journey, and... The one clip, uh, (laughs) Brandon's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go," and Emily's like, "Well, you know, it'd be really great." And they're like, "I'm gonna grab my shoes." What if, what if, what if Emily were to just have made a run for it and like ran into the boat? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what if she just got in the boat? Like, (laughs) the 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 the, the who's gonna stop her? Yeah, just going. She beat him to it. Like, she's in the thing. He's.
1: Like would the, the well, you, take her. You, I mean you all would know Does it have to be A unanimous decision Or is it like First one to get in the well, boat Well it really
0: wasn't Unanimous in this case She didn't want that didn't to happen, to happen. Yeah. Like,
12: yeah I guess majority rules And if she gets on the then boat Then I
0: thought It was a majority Yeah so If she
12: gets on the boat Is anyone gonna be bold enough To say get off you know, Right put them- Or like
0: would Bruce Like push her off Or sorry Would Brandon <laughs> push her off Like that's not gonna happen You know Man
12: over deck.
1: Yeah, I, th- that would be so great to see.
0: Yeah, that, that would be the layer of drama that I think I, I'm needing from the, the, the next season of Survivor.
1: Yeah, that would be great. Um, what'd you think about uh, Brando uh, wearing the buff?
11: Rob. Iconic. I am a witch. Yes. Did anyone listen to me and Rob on Monday? Woo! Yep. Rob. I'm buttoning the shirt, let's see. Yeah! You hold up your end of the deal?
1: Wait, wait what, what, what do you want?
11: I want you in a buff top.
1: <laughs> I don't does anybody even have a buff? It's not even.
0: Who has a buff? Get the, the man of buff! Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Come
4: on! Woo. <laughs> wow.
2: I'm like drunk. Bob, please. <laughs> okay. You can go backstage. We'll hold yeah. down. We'll hold it down. We got it, we got it. We got it.
11: <laughs> He's a never
4: nude.
12: Everyone say thank you Maddie. Yes! No!
4: This is a new one.
1: Yeah! That one's high. for you Jenna and Heidi. Get naked on a, a snack. <laughs> I don't. What do I do? Now? I'm stuck like this. it did
2: not go how I expected. Yes. I'm happy.
1: Okay. I don't know. But it's,
2: you look great.
1: This, you look amazing. I don't, know, I don't know if this is flattering look. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Look great, Rob. It's just one item of clothing that never goes out of style. It's the buff, you know, for how yeah. many years. And it's
1: indestructible. That's what we learned last week and tonight.
12: Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll bring up a new topic of conversation. Um, one thing when I was watching the episode, and my heart sank um, when I saw Emily give Sabaya the shot in the dark as someone who has been a victim of giving someone something. In yes, <laughs> is she going to get it back? Yeah. I, I, we're we're joint victims here That's okay. fair, that's a fair question Okay, okay, we're, we're, both of us Especially if you felt the same way, but when I saw Emily Giving Sabaya the shot in the dark, I was like Oh no, you're, that, that, you're doomed She's gonna take that, you're going home But, but like, okay, but, but it's not like she can use it I mean, we don't know, like, did they say? For sure, like, if, if like,
2: Sabaya goes up there and she's like, I got two of these? I, just,
12: I mean, like, like keep going? the thing about I think I talked about it last time when we had a No Dolls podcast, but with each survivor season, you have set a new precedent in a way. Like 44, that journey we yeah. talked about, it was the journey was nothing, I think, in that episode. And now this one, you have this precedent of giving a shot in the dark, and we don't know if it would be allowed to be played by Sabaya if you know she voted Emily out, which I was really intrigued to see if it happened. But you know, in the future, maybe we see Shot in the Dark being used as currency a bit more now that this has happened.
2: We're seeing Shot in the Dark used in so many interesting ways. I mean, like on 44 with you know, like a Matthew using it to not Maddie, is very but, but I think it's interesting that people are realizing like, okay, the shot in the dark thing is like not so wonderful. It doesn't give you a super great chance. Maybe
11: I can do something else with it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I like Emily giving her shot in the dark to Sophia because what's so great about Survivor and just watching the show tonight, I was like, this show fucking rocks. Um, is that you're always on the brink of disaster or like heaven. It's like, if, it, if that works, then Emily's in and if it fails, then Emily's fucking gone and that's what's so great about it so good on you, Emily. Well, it's also, I feel like it's wonderfully creative. Like, yeah. she feels
2: like she has nothing. She's looked for the idol. She hasn't found it. You just have to look in your bag and think, what the heck can I do with what I have? And she does something with and it. And it's like, she could play it,
1: right? She could take the one in six shot, but this is like where, you know, she works in investments and she's like, okay, well, what's more likely to work? The one in six chance that I played the shot in the dark or whatever odds that this helps, like, uh, pull people, hey, you can trust me. Like, here's, here's the thing. Like, I think it was a really smart play. I really like that. Also, I also
0: think, like, beyond the actual numeric statistics of that, it's just, like, the idea of, oh, I'm, I'm going to do something with what I have. Like, it's the feeling like you have agency and power, and for her to say, yeah, it's probably even less likely that the Schottenberg would work, but I am also actively choosing to use this and leverage it in a way that I feel like at least gives me, like, the result... I I,
2: are, I was the author of the result, you yeah. know? It's, it's offensive as opposed to defensive. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're setting yourself up for the
11: potential of something
2: good as opposed to just defending against the near certainty of something bad. I think that's really
4: cool.
11: Yeah, I agree. I think there's, like, two kinds of survivor players. as an offensive survivor player and a defensive survivor player. And in life, there's two kinds of people. There's a kind of normal people and people who lie about being a water boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can do it. Okay. All right. Franny, was there anything that we missed from this 90-minute Survivor episode?
2: I feel like there's so much we haven't talked about. <laughs> um, I feel like we haven't talked much about the Reba tribe yet. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts on the Reba tribe? Let's talk about I them. Mean, they're fun. They're stacked. They're wonderful. They seem really great. They're hot.
12: We're starting to see a dynamic for the tribe with Julie creating, like, a four-person alliance, right? It was yeah. Julie, Ju- Drew. Julie, Drew. Yeah. Um, well, Austin and... And D. D, right. So I'm interested to see where that goes going forward. I know in the premiere we had Sifu looking out for the the idol and that might have put him on the out somehow. And I really like Maya going at the board immediately, trying to figure out the clues. Like, the... There's like, it looks like weird symbols when the top half of the letters and the bottom half is really what, you know, you kind of figure it out from the bottom half alone, but the top half is just gibberish. So I'm impressed you looked at that for that long because I would have lost my mind. Mm-hmm. What am I looking at? What, what's being thrown at me? Yeah. I
2: love that she did that. I would have looked at that and been like, cool pattern. Like, right. I never like, would have thought to do something design. with it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, well, we're starting to run out of time here tonight, so uh, we got to start to wrap things up. Any, anything else that you all want to talk about from this episode?
12: Maddie?
11: Can we get another round of applause for the number one 17th place of the new era, Brandon Donnelly?
4: Yeah.
11: <laughs> Wherever he is tonight,
1: hope he knows there was a room full of people cheering for him. All right. Let's, let's bring everybody back. Come on. Come on up one more time. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, give it up for everybody that was here tonight. What a great panel. This was a super fun live show. Uh, Franny, thank you for uh, doing such a great job here. Thank you! Wasn't Franny great? We've got a lot more podcasts coming your way. I know there was still a lot to talk about from this episode. That's what the other podcasts are for. Of course, uh, check out, of course, uh, Shannon and Marianne filled in on the know-it-alls tonight. You did a great job, so listen to that one. I'll have an exit interview coming up on Thursday with Brandon, so we'll hear whatever he thinks about all this. Uh, And then uh, we've got everything else coming up. Make sure you subscribe to our Survivor podcast feed for all of the show's Thank you so much, everybody, from New York City. Good night.